Welcome to the Brunch and Slay podcast, your weekly dose of inspiration. Well, we remember that if she can, I can, we all can. I'm your host, Amira Sane, founder of Brunch and Slay, a lifestyle brand created to inspire women to live their best life every day. Sustain, rescue, soothe, renew, and defend your skin with Blusoma. I found a skincare line that improves my complex skin challenges in a holistic way. Blissoma's toxin-free products, healthy ingredients, and ethical business practices make it easy for me to support them. After using their products, I found a new respect for the sacred relationship between plants and people. Blissoma is cutting-edge chemistry meets traditional herbal knowledge. Their commitment to use carefully sourced, premium, raw, organic botanical ingredients makes me feel good about pampering my skin. I partner with Blissoma to offer you 20% off of their products. Use the code BRUNCH, that's B-R-U-N-C-H, at checkout to lock in your discount. Check out Blissoma.com, that's B-L-I-S-S-O-M-A.com where the most radiant beauty is rooted in balance. Welcome back to the show. I'm so happy to be here with you guys having a little one-on-one. And I wanted to talk about, you know, the, the big elephant in the room, you know, this, this election and our current climate. And I wanted to do it in a way that was a little bit more positive because you guys, if you've been listening to the show, you know there's been several episodes where I've been full of melancholy. And this just is not one of them. So I don't think that you need to call the police for me. <laughs> I am in a better place. I think it's it's ebb and flow. And if you're not in a better place today, then I'm standing in the gap for you, girl, or guy, or, or person, or they. Um, it's so important to me that we keep talking about things that we normally wouldn't and things that make us uncomfortable. You know, I was inspired this weekend as I listened uh, to Sean Combs talk about his dedication and commitment to helping the black community become educated on elections and voting and local elections. Um, In his words, he's creating a new political party. That's what he's calling it, the new black party. But if you take a chance and take the moment to really listen to his interview, it's more of a movement that he's calling. I'm sure he has grand plans for the future of what he's working on right now. But right now it's a movement because he even says himself, it is, he's not asking you to leave Democratic or Republican Party. He's asking you to realize what matters and bring attention to the things that affect the black community, which I think is admirable. Um one of the things I've been saying and, and a lot of the things I kind of talked about with you all here openly is my frustration and, and feel of hopelessness because I really didn't feel that there was a true leader uh, right now helping us make progress moving forward. I understood and understand why it's challenging for a lot of people in the black community to come up as a leader because we have not had the best experience with our leaders because they have been put in jail, murdered and prosecuted for ridiculous reasons. And I understand that to speak up on something so 
challenging and something that really is emotional means that you're taking a chance on your freedom and your livelihood. So I commend Sean Combs for even having the the gumps, gumption to speak up. So as I listened to his interview, um, there were some things I thought that you know, maybe they should have prepped him a little bit more on, but that's just the marketer and me with using words like war. I know that I understood exactly what he was saying, but I also know that when you are delivering something uh, uh, that is sensitive to most, maybe not so much as us, but you have to be careful because the media is here to sensationalize everything. That's what sells. Sensationalism sells. That's why your our feeds are full of ridiculousness about who wore what lipstick or somebody's weave track that they forgot to take out of a picture. Um, that's ridiculous. It's just a distraction. So please don't be distracted by one word or one particular part of something I say, or even that Mr. Combs said, listen to the entire message and, and put those things in context. context. So there are three reasons why I think um, creating a new movement is a good idea, especially from the Black Party perspective. One, I think that it's actually a plan, right? And when we when we organize and have plans for change, great things happen. Uh, it's a way to guide our energy to something positive. When we are constantly bombarded with the negative things that are happening, I'm not saying we don't need to know about the things and the, and the catastrophes that are happening, but when all that's pouring into you is negative, you begin to take on a negative persona and a negative outlook. And so I think it's important for us to seek positive things in order to protect our peace, protect our flow and our energy of our households, and to love on one another. And I think having an outlet that literally is projecting positive things for Black people is a great thing, especially in, in regards to the change that we need in our society. I think it will help eliminate the helplessness field because now there's a organized platform where we can go to and find out things that we can do locally, uh, things that are happening in our community globally that we can support like SARS over in Nigeria right now. I know that a lot of us are so consumed in our current sadness that we tend to forget about others. And this is not the time to do that. There's a global awakening taking place right now that we are all charged with all, every race, every gender, it is our responsibility to progress and and be a part of the change we want to see in the world. We owe that to the young people and to the, to the people who we are birthing into this world. I think number two um, is it's going to motivate other people who are African-American or Black people to focus on redistributing the wealth. There are not a lot of Black folks who have the wealth of Sean Combs or the Jay-Z's or Bob Johnson's or Magic Johnson's or Michael Jordan's. And, you know, it's, it's the sad part is we're all often only talking about people who are in entertainment. Well, the thing is, in our culture, it's been very challenging for people who aren't entertainers to accumulate millions and millions of dollars. And then a lot of those entertainers who do accumulate them typically don't hold on to them because they are trying to level the playing field within their family. And, and oftentimes they're taken advantage of and, mis and and just make poor decisions, poor choices because they're uneducated in how to really hold on to wealth and nurture wealth. So I think having mentors and folks who have staying power 
who've built wealth and who've made great investments to teach about community and to, to make those resources available to the masses. I think that's an excellent way for us to grow. I also admire the fact that Mr. Combs talked about the future, meaning this is not a quick fix. And I, that is the one thing I've said over and over again is y'all, we need a 30, 40 year plan. And Knowing for me that we're not working toward a right now, we're working for a future, makes it easy to digest the the slow pace of change uh, because I know everything we're doing is ticking something off the list to create equality. And I think the fact that he's literally looking to help young people who are aspiring politicians have the resources that they need, helping our community be educated about the power of city council uh, seats and state representation and governments and judges in your local community. Yes, we all know uh, that those, that's how true change happens. But a lot of times the information about those candidates who are running isn't easily found. So his platform is created to literally give all the local people opportunity and have us be able to kind of niche down to what's happening locally and do that research. And I know a lot of people still won't do it, but at least it's out there and enough people will do it that it will catch on. Um, I I think it's phenomenal that he's putting his own wealth and his own funds behind something that could evoke this much change. And to have that kind of power, and I've said this also, people who have influence, no matter what level, whether you're the PCA president or you are the president and CEO of Bad Boy, uh, entertainment and own lots of liquor companies, right? It's important that you speak up when you see things that are not healthy in the community, whether not just for black people, anybody who's done wrong and as a human, it, you have to speak up because when you don't, the people who look to you for influence tend to think that it's not important. They say that if, you know, if, if Puff won't talk about it, then why should I care? If Amira won't talk about this great new thing that's out there, then why should I care? Um, you know, that's important because you can't be what you can't see. And if you are exposed to different things that are tools and aids for others, you should definitely share it every chance you get. Um, it's our responsibility to keep educating and keep moving the needle forward. However small that progression is, it is so necessary. And the third reason, which I kind of touched on before, is that it's just positive. You know, there. I'm just tired of all the negative talk, y'all. I want to see solutions. And even if those solutions aren't the right solution, I want to see people actively seeking them. Because we can always brainstorm and work together and have masterminds on change. But if we don't have resources provided by people who have the wealth, like Mr. Combs, if we don't have the people, and he's not running this himself, he's gone out and got best in class. Those are his words ex exactly. We, he've got, he's gotten the mentors. He's gotten those community advocates, those people who are starting the marches, those people who are doing the research, those people who are majoring in political science, those people who are pursuing law degrees to actually run this this part of his platform, right? And they're going to educate and they're going to share and they're going to vet, which means all we have to do is read, support and share, which is a small thing to do in the grand scheme of things. So having resources and seeing opportunity for change is going to create hope. It's going to create positivity, which I believe is going to create change. Um, I am here for it. I am excited about it. 
it is motivating to me to keep doing what I can um, to keep building and winning. I think that I also wanted to update you guys about my mental health. You know, I've, I've been very vocal about when I'm not feeling so, so happy and when I've been feeling blue. And one of the things I've been doing that's really been helping me is I've been unplugging. I have been spending time, you know, alone and time with my daughter and even time by myself when I need and doing a better job of vocalizing when I just need a little me time um, with the people who I love. I've uh, actively sought counsel. I actually found myself a counselor to kind of help me process all the change that's going on in our world. Um, I'm okay with saying that because I think it's healthy. And I think that we all need to know that those resources are there for a reason, especially for those of you who have insurance. Most of the time you might get a certain amount of free sessions or a smaller copay. If you need help, you don't have to tell anyone. You can do a teleconference. You don't have to go into an office. Um, I think that we need to just talk about it, y'all. There's nothing wrong with it. It is very positive to want to be a change, want to see a change, and want to actively change your life. Um, I am very new to this. It was different. It is very different for me to be uh, speaking to someone who's not family or a close friend about my innermost thoughts. But I did make a promise to myself that I was going to be 100% honest when I walk into the room or when I log into my computer to speak with my counselor so that I don't waste the time that I have and that I'm actually seeking to raise my vibration. Um, I am leaving this episode feeling charged, feeling inspired, and feeling like a change is coming. And I hope that you too will do your homework and do some research and really do stuff that makes you happy and feeds your soul. Um, we are on the on the cusp and on the eve of a very important election here in America. One that will no doubt um, set the tone for the next four years as they all do. Um, but I want you guys to know no matter what, no matter what the outcome, because there will be some time before we know what the outcome of the election is, that you have power. You have opportunity. There are things that you can do no matter who's sitting in the Oval Office. There are so many things that you can do to evoke change where you stand. So if you haven't done so already, I ask that you activate your civil right and you go out and vote and you bring someone with you who hasn't and you do it for those who couldn't. Have a great week and keep lifting others up and remember that when we build, we win.